0: Short, wonderful testimony to share i was very excited the first time it happened and i called my friends to tell them so i just want to share it with you as well that's like that's how happy i am <laughs> that's how happy i am this uh, about this testimony i it was on the 14th of january 2023 so in the morning um And I wrote it down, so let me just read what I shared a little bit, and then the rest I'll do. Okay, I said, um, my Abba, this morning, Holy Spirit did something in me that I couldn't have done myself. My love, he gave me the heart to forgive and bless my enemies. Can you believe this? It's a rhetorical question now, but I know you can believe it. You were there, but wow, Elohai. He actually did this. I named all the ones I knew and some I'd forgotten. Released them through forgiveness. And some enemies were even nations. Blessed them um, and prayed also that people would even receive salvation, Will receive Yeshua uh, as their Lord, Savior, King, and Master. What a release I felt. I felt free, really free. I deny from the heart water feeling. I'm so grateful. This morning I woke up with a worship song and the worship song is actually by Maverick City called You Hold It All Together and I had that in my spirit. I woke up and I just listened to that song again and I started listening and I started worshiping. I spent this morning worshiping out of joy, peace and pure happiness. I finally felt that scripture that says but I say to you who hear, I love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. I used to think this was impossible, but nothing is impossible through you, I? In your presence and spirit, I felt sorry for my enemies, those who hate me, curse me and spitefully use me. Because I could see that this is how they treat everyone. Because they have no love in them. They don't know what to be. Or to love. So everything is based on fear, on envy, jealousy, insecurity, and definitely bitterness. For many people that I saw when Holy Spirit opened my eyes to see them. And renewed my perspective again i released um i realized sorry again i realized that we don't know what good is you are good and without you uh, without you what we see as good is fleshy, and fleeting temporary yet your goodness is eternal because of brokenness many of us call evil good and treat each other in such a manner because we haven't forgiven our oppressors Due to victimization, we end up bitter above, unable to wish well for others because of anger and envy. I've seen many woes before such people, including myself. The constant despair of this trap keeps one in darkness and in the fruits of darkness, which are rotten and unhealthy. Sorry, I got something in my eye. And they're dissatisfied despite the growing appetite. I found these scriptures to be true. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitterness for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Woe to men mighty at drinking wine, woe to men valiant for mixing intoxicating drink, who justify the wicked for a bribe and take away justice from the righteous man. Therefore, as the fire devours the stumble, and the flame consumes the chaff, so their root will be as rottenness, and their blossom will ascend like dust because they rejected the law of the Lord of hosts and despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. This is in Isaiah 5, 20 to 24. There are woes when we choose the way of unforgiveness, bitterness, jealousy, envy, Adonai. Adonai calls these things wickedness actually, but we're very shy to put this label on these things as we do such things. We like to fool ourselves with justifications and victimhood. Nonetheless, my Yeshua advises us from this wonderful Holy Spirit to do, from his wonderful Holy Spirit to do as follows. Not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling. Insult for insult, that means. But on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to do this that you may inherit a blessing for he would love uh, but uh, for he who love life and see good days let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit let him turn away from evil and to good let him seek peace and pursue it for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are open to their prayers but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. This is in 1 Peter 3, 9 to 12. We aren't called to sit. Yes, we aren't called to sit with wicked people as written in Psalm 1, nor to be in their paths. But we are called to refrain from doing evil for evil, insult for insult, or reviling for reviling, but to rather bless and pray and to do good unto them and to repay them evil with goodness like okay i'll explain this after i finish reading this and we can't do this without holy spirit which is clear um and i wrote in brackets and no way Abba, because he is the love shed abroad our hearts without him it's pointless really because everything else will be done in vain uh and i i basically then later on just thanked him for spending time told him i love spending time with him and that his Holy Spirit has been invaluable in my life. Uh, He's been such a good influence, and that I don't want to go back to how I was doing things without him before. And I thanked him for our relationship, and I said I was grateful beyond words. So what I wanted to explain is when we say to do good, and which we basically explained, this is blessing. Yes, in the Old Testament, we do see a lot of prophets that was sent of the Lord, uh, crying out, uh, saying, Lord, but this is how they're treating me. You sent me to them, but this is how they're treating me. But remember, guys, like, even, even despite all those things, Jeremiah was always called a weeping and he, the Lord really used him as a, a demonstrative um, prophet because he would have to wear things, wear a yoke, um, all of those things, walk around naked, that kind of thing. As much as those things and they were really like upset to the word that he was given, right Um, Jeremiah like didn't slap uh, those those who's the one the one that slapped him I can't remember his name in the word he didn't slap him back Um, instead he said the Lord will deal with you and that's it that's that's it that's all we can do the Lord will deal with you because at the end of the day that's it Uh, there's scriptures that even say that uh, I'm not saying, guys, we become. When Holy Spirit Calls me, because I was lying down worshiping, I was going to sleep, and I was worshiping, and I was like lying down. I'm like thanking you, Lord. And then it says, it says in your prayer, in in doing what you're doing, why don't you just release your enemies? Why don't you just bless them? And you know, the whole time I haven't been, because my enemies have caused me so much anguish. They really have the best thing i could do really was to even just like pray that lord whatever uh works they're doing i curse them in jesus name they shall not come to pass um but lord i sent the person to you that's how i was praying for them lord i send the person to you may they find salvation in Jesus' name but everything they do shall not come to pass they will us, all the curses all the plots and all of that stuff and the spirit that operate behind them, I bind us in the lake of fire in Jesus' name. So these are warfare prayers. And yes, we must pray like that because it is also written in the same word that don't sit with the wicked people, don't be in their paths. And then also to pray when it comes to wicked men. There's actually a scripture in the New Testament that says, when it comes to wicked people to pray, right? But to bless them comes from love. It really comes not to say it doesn't neg- negate those things. it comes from love because like when Holy Spirit opened my eyes and showed me what my enemies were going through, then it it was like, Oh, oh no, I know that feeling Uh when I was feeling insecure, when I was full of fear, when i when I had bitterness, there was evil things that I did, I'm pretty sure that even in some situations, I plotted to get my way. Because I was desperate and it was one of those survival for the fittest, survival of the fittest mentality. And there's things that I did in that place that, that hurt people. And like, I, I, I was an enemy to people myself and I was at my worst. When he showed me that, then I could pray. Then I could really be like, your Lord, please help them. Please give them a new heart please give them um please open their eyes lord and their ears let them seek because if it wasn't for yeshua i wouldn't be saved if it wasn't for the king of all kings and lord of all lords i i wouldn't be saved i would be still continuing in that desperate in that fearful way in that space of despair and darkness and that when what I would do, and I'm sure you guys also understand what I mean, as people that were once were enemies of people that I like, when uh, Paul says that we were once hateful too, is it Paul or Peter? I'm not sure. One of them says we were once hateful, and in that space of hatefulness, right, and looking at somebody, you did call light, um, you did call darkness light, simply because you justified it. No, I'm cursing that person because they did this to me. I refuse. I, the most I can do is just not say nice things. Maybe my because some people say, if, if my mom taught me or my father taught me, my parents taught me that if I've got nothing nice to say, not to say nothing nice. If I've got nothing nice to say, not to say anything at all. And a lot of us did that because it's like, well, I'm gonna refrain, and the hope that in the end I'm, I'm still not cursing. We were one of those accursed people. We were one of those people that were walking around marked with bitterness, with fear, with envy, with hatred and jealousy. And then Holy Spirit, who is the love of God. It was really being in his presence. I wasn't sitting and just chilling. I'm like, I want to forgive my enemies. No, (laughs) I was worshiping. I was saying thank you. I was so, I was grateful he did something. Apart from this being a testimony, he had done something for me before, uh, prior to this, and let me share with you. I am struggling to find a gardener, as you see. I think you can see from the background. Struggling to find a gardener in this place I am I'm in. And um, now it's it's going to be a year soon that I've moved here. Uh, for a year, basically, I haven't been doing well with gardeners. And um, I was gonna try another group of people. And then I was standing over, like, at the back of the house trying to ask my neighbor, they were using. And as I'm getting prepared to to speak, Holy Spirit says to me, no, stop. I'm sending someone. So I said, well, I'm going to hold you up to that because I am tired of this drama. So I was like, okay, fine. So I turned around even before I said anything and I walked back and I said, Lord, I'm going to lay this at your feet and I'm going to forget about it. I'm not going to nag you because I'm not sure when you're going to send someone, but I'm not going to nag you. You know, though, the urgency of getting a new gardener. My grass is really growing crazy. And then I, I walked off. And I forgot about it. So I decided to go mow the lawn myself because, girl, like, what else could I do? (laughs) So as I'm mowing this lawn, this guy named Daniel uh, in his bike, bikes past me. And he looks at me and says, you know, I could help you. For you, I'm going to help you because, and I was like, okay. And then Holy Spirit says, that's him. That's the one I'm sending. Same day same day i was not expecting it so uh he came and he did the work this young man and he finished the work and the gun was just so beautiful all i could do was praise the lord i thanked him for that thanked daniel i profusely thanked the people everybody everybody that was involved in bringing this to pass but mostly him i really said so i was lying down thanking him for this that he really he, he really, Gave me reprieve from something that was just, you know, irritating. It was on my chest. Oh, the goodness of God! In the in that moment, and he says, "As in your worshiping, in your praising, why don't you forgive your enemies?" Now, how the two come together? I don't think they do. They really don't. But it was because I was in a serious space of gratefulness. I was really thankful. He did that for me, and I was in. This, I was really in worship. I was so thankful. That of course, as if he says something, that I'm going to do it. This person that just helped me, like, of course I'm going to do that. And it was when, as he opened my eyes to see what my enemies go through day by day, that I'm really almost like, uh, what is the term that the mafia said? Collateral. I was almost like, I'm almost like collateral damage in in um, in their lives simply because of the stuff that they into already, like uh problems at home problems at work problems with faith uh like you know darkness is is dark everywhere you go home it's darkness it's work it's darkness and i was like you know what no wonder a lot of people are are just depressed and are in so much despair and the fruits of that obviously are not going to be kindness it actually calls a lot of things that we do such as envy and jealousy um wickedness and, je- and wickedness he calls it wicked It says you're being evil to your brother or your sister or your friend or your neighbor you are being evil but we justify we shy to call that wickedness when we're going through it because like i said we will justify it this person did this to me so i'm going to give them a tongue lashing they will know who i am you will say all these things to justify that feeling because you can't get over it Right. And you do it once. What I noticed because when I was also in this as, as an accursed surface person I was living like this myself, so I understand it as, as Holy Spirit was showing when people were going through. I was like, yo, that's me. The first time I I remember doing something so wrong, I justified it. So wrong. Of course the second time it was easy to do it. and then second time it's easier to do it than the first time and the third time it was kind of i was justifying to the point like um people keep trying me i'll say stuff like people just keep trying me i'm gonna have to show them or the one like i would say why do i keep meeting these people why do i keep meeting people like this you know and i would be like it's them (laughs) they're the ones that are bringing the worst out of me (laughs) But it was in me. and But I, where was that reaction coming from? As much as it would bring the worst out of me, that must have been in my heart first before they came around. So I, I've been in situations where I have literally done evil for evil and reviling for reviling. That means insult for insult. Foot for foot, we would call it. I would take you foot for foot and make sure that you know it. First time that, like... As much as I could pray and bless my enemies, but the release in my heart, like, (laughs) the feeling in my heart, that, that's (laughs) like, that trumps everything, (laughs) everything. Oh, it was, I was so freeing. I can still feel it. I can still feel it oh wow <laughs> oh wow i pray that you feel the same thing one day <laughs> may the lord give you that love and that peace to release your enemies and to bless them those that curse you spitefully use. in jesus name amen but remember it doesn't mean we sit with wicked it doesn't mean that please I'm not sending you to be a doormat to wicked people, to people that do evil and are out of their wickedness are still doing evil. What I'm saying is instead of cursing them, instead of saying that I'm going to show you wicked for wicked, I'm going to be vindictive against you. Ask the Lord to give your heart to see what they're going through and to start praying for them the right way. Bye, guys.